0: We will begin today's practice in Virasana or Hero's Pose. So, um, again, props nearby. Bring the knees together, angle your shins apart, press the tops of the feet into the mat or the floor. Grab hold of the calf muscles, pull them back and apart as you take a seat between your heels. So, immediately, if you're Knees are objecting to this seat in any way, uh, then experiment with some different heights underneath your hips. Maybe it's a blanket, maybe it's a block, maybe it's a block and blanket combination. So, as much height as you need underneath the hips to alleviate pain in the knees, there might also be uh, an uncomfortable stretch on the, the front of the ankles and the tops of the feet. So that can be minimized with a blanket underneath the knees and shins. So we will be here for our initial check-in for several minutes. So get those things that help you feel settled and supported in this shape. And then once you have found a good shape to, <laughs> to reside in, <laughs> a uh, supportive shape, close your eyes. I laugh because I'm trying to stay away from these value judgments, these, uh, the idea that something is good or bad in the practice. It's hard to hard habit to break. Okay, when you are ready, place the hands on the thighs. Notice the body. What do you notice? Perhaps there's a general uh, experience of the body, one of um, hyperactivity (laughs) or of um, low energy. Perhaps there's specific regions of discomfort or soreness. Jot down some mental notes about what you're experiencing at this moment upon entry into the practice. And then find some acceptance around what you you are uh, experiencing. Again, getting away from this... um, Value evaluation of this moment being good or bad. The body being, being uh, <laughs> good or bad. Settle down through the legs and hips, recognizing all of those spaces where the body is making contact with the surfaces below. energetically root down. And from that energetic connection with the earth, draw up, grow tall along the spine. You might shrug the shoulders up towards the ears, lengthening the sides of the body. Keeping the sides of the body long, you might shrug the shoulder blades together behind the heart, settling the shoulder blades together and then down the back side of the chest as the forearms melt earthward. Lengthen along the back of the neck, grow tall through the crown of the head, create a gentle contraction of the upper abdominal muscles, drawing them in, pulling them back, lengthening the lower spine towards the floor. become aware of any expression on the face. So often we may be expressing something in our bodies, in our faces specifically, that we were not aware of feeling, we were not aware of expressing. So notice where the tension lies. Again, approach this observation with acceptance, with curiosity, rerouting away from evaluation. And then, upon recognition of said tension, is it possible to soften the features of the face? Turn your attention to your breath, direct breath in and out through the nostrils. Draw in a gentle contraction at the back of your throat if you would like to transition to the practice of Ujjayi Pranayama, the triumphant uprising breath. congestion, it always is a possibility when we come to our our pranayama, our breath focus. And I know from from my own experience, it can be a really frustrating time to practice uh, breath work. So even a prime opportunity to again Recognize the qualities of the breath and approach what is with acceptance. As always, easier said than done. So perhaps if you are in that experience of uh, having congestion, difficulty breathing, rather than being attached to the outcome of changing the breath or alleviating that discomfort, perhaps we just remain open to the possibility of change. Perhaps the next breath will be different. Please bring your palms together in front of your heart. Press your palms lightly in as you widen your elbows out and broaden the collarbones. We'll chant Om three times before beginning the moving practice. Exhale, and inhale, let me hear you first to three Aums. Aum. Oh. palms to thighs, then slowly lift your head as you open your eyes. Okay, move forward onto the knees. You might remove padding as you swing your feet out to the right, taking a seat down on the left hip, on the mat, or onto some padding. The right hip is going to lift up. Left hand behind you, right hand crosses to the left thigh, inhale, tall spine, exhale, begin to revolve. Bottom to top. Inside to outside, right to left. Breathe the shape and notice the effects of the breath. How do you experience the pose with the inhale? What do you notice? What are the possibilities? then how does that change with the exhalation? Let's inhale, come back through center, counter twist. Keep the knees together, swing the feet out to the left, taking a seat on the right hip, on the mat, or on a uh, prop. Right hand behind, left hand crosses to right thigh, inhale, tall, exhale, revolve. Left to right, bottom top, inside to outside. Breathe the shape. We'll bring you back through center and counter twist. We're going to come forward into the table. Wrists below your shoulders, spread fingers, open palms, knees are hip width. Inhale, belly and chest down, tailbone and gaze lift into your cow, contracting the back body. Exhale, round the spine, chin to chest, tailbone towards the floor, belly button towards the
1: ceiling. Push the floor away to open up the upper back cat pose and inhale cow,
0: exhale cat with the pace of your own breath using this early on synchronization of breath and movement to explore the range of motion of the spine I, I often like to remind you during this sequence that every time you come to your practice, there is the opportunity for exploration and discovery. So, a uh, good time to remind, uh, remind us, be reminded of um, beginner's mind. So, how do you approach the practice uh, with, these, uh, with curiosity? with the possibility of change. If you'd like, you can start to modify these movements based on what you are hearing in your body, what you are experiencing. You might pause in one shape or the other. You might start to bring more movement to the hips or bend the elbows down. And eventually work your way to a neutral table once again. Place the right palm below the face, left hand to the back of your skull. Inhale, open the chest towards the left, elbow and gaze point skyward. Exhale and curl in, elbow towards the wrist, shoulder blades apart. Inhale, open left. Exhale, curl into. Inhale, open left. Exhale, curl in three, two more, inhale, open left. Exhale, curl in four, inhale, open left, and exhale, curl in five. Left hand below the face, right hand to the back of the skull. Inhale, open right, gaze up, elbow up, exhale, elbow towards the wrist, one, inhale, open right exhale, curl in two, inhale, open right, exhale, curl in three, inhale, open right, exhale, curl in four, inhale, open right, and exhale, curl in five. Take the knees back, maybe six to eight inches, and uh, walk them an inch or two further apart. Tuck the toes under, tilt the tailbone up as though doing cow pose in the lower spine. Look forward and start to walk your hands forward. Spread the fingers and the palms for puppy dog pose. So we did this shape last week as well. If you like, grab the outer edges of the mat, push the outside edges of the mat away from the body as you reach the inner upper thighs back and apart, spiraling the inner thighs. Back and apart to broaden the pelvis. Contract the low back. Melt the heart. Draw the shoulder blades together. Breathe. What? Where? How are you feeling in this moment? Do some uh, attempt Some unbiased uh journalist reporting on your body in this shape. Just for you. Inhale, shift forward and come to lie on your back. If you have a traditional strap, that can be used. If you have a... Um, if you have a towel, if you have a um, elastic band, uh, uh, you, th- that can be used too. So uh, we're going to come to some reclined uh, hand-to-big toe pose sequence. Uh, we're going to start with the right foot on the floor and the left knee drawn in and up towards the chest for half. Wind removing pose. Interlace the fingers in front of the shin. Pull the knee in and up towards the left armpit. Squeeze it in. Notice where, what, how is your body affected by this shape? What is the reaction <laughs> uh, emotionally or mentally to this um, to this shape? Okay, take the foot, shin perpendicular to the floor, come into half happy baby, grabbing the outside edges of the foot, possibly interlacing the fingers. Kick the foot into the hand and then gently pull the knee down. Push and pull. And you may extend the right leg straight. Reach forward through the heel and then perhaps release the weight of the leg down, perhaps push the heel and the calf down towards the floor, perhaps push the thigh down towards the floor. Come back to the breath. As you hold this shape, and now bring right foot back to the floor, take the strap around the left foot. Hold the strap with two hands as you reach the heel straight out, lengthening along the back of the legs, pulling back through the toes. As the back of the, right, of the left leg lengthens, lengthens, tone the top of the leg, pulling the kneecap up, engaging the quadricep muscles, and now extend the right leg straight out in front of you. So that might cause the leg to, the left leg to dip down a little bit. Ground the right heel, reach through the right foot. Keep both hips on the floor, and then start to lift the left leg any higher. Moving towards a 90 degree angle, possibly walking the hands closer to the foot. If it's possible, take hold of the foot. I like to keep the head and shoulders re- resting down for this uh, this first one. So if you uh, if it's strenuous for the upper body to grab the foot, uh, you you might just use the strap. Okay, and as I mentioned yesterday, this idea of. Um, uh, the possibility of working with an elastic strap in this uh, shape, which I have not done, but I've only heard about. But I'm imagining what it would be like to use an elastic strap in this scenario. So there is a slight resistance with the strap, but there's also this possibility of expanding into that resistance, more so than with a uh, with a cloth um, a cloth strap. So imagine that your strap is more pliable, more flexible, and now extend through the foot up into that pliable, uh, that pliable resistance. For me, so much of the experience of the pose is how I'm approaching it, (laughs) not the action, not what the pose looks like on the outside, but what I'm doing, uh, what I'm thinking, how I'm Uh, how I'm perceiving what is happening in the pose. So explore the sensation in this moment. Even if you did this yesterday, recognize that today is a new day. There's new um, nuances to The experience of this moment. So perhaps you move the leg a little closer after this inspection, but you might also find that um, after after pushing through the foot for this uh, last minute or so that the leg needs rest so you might back off work with the body in your practice rather than against it (laughs) okay pass the strap into the left hand or the foot into the left hand I like to take the right hand to the right thigh push the right thigh right hip towards the floor and then gradually widen the left leg out to the left so now there's this extension along the inside of the left leg where do you feel this extension most acutely bring your awareness to that area and now again consider the idea of a elastic strap. So push into that that resistance that will grow, that will expand with your effort. Does that change the experience along the inside of the leg? And then where, uh, where, uh, where are you pushing most through the sole of your foot? Is it the heel? Is it the inside of the foot? Is it the outside of the foot? All of those little uh, details will change the experience
1: are you breathing
0: Bring the left leg back to center, pass the strap or the foot into the right hand. Left arm extends out to left,
1: and then ease
0: the right leg, the left leg over to the right, stacking the hips. Spiral the right shoulder, the right ribs back towards the floor. Widen the left hip. Sorry, the left ribs, left shoulder back towards the floor. Widen the left hip away from the face. So this can be done energetically from the inside of the body. If, if you want help, assistance in that expansion, you can bring the left thumb to the crease, the space where the uh, leg meets the hip, and then push or ease the hip gently away using pressure of the thumb into that crease. That might not be necessary. Often uh, this pose is... Uh, Pretty. <laughs> uh, it's uh, it's uh, brings up a lot of stuff already, so you might not need more stuff. More stuff might just uh, cause you to uh, zone out to lose the moment. Come back to breath. into that elastic band. Bring the left leg back to center, re-square the hips, remove the strap, wrap the hands behind the
1: left leg, fingertips pointing towards the heel. And now peel the head, neck, and shoulders up away from the floor, pulling the leg towards the forehead, tucking the chin towards the chest. Belly button in towards the spine, right leg extends forward, heel perhaps grounds down. Slide the fingertips up towards the heel, round the back body for five, four, three, two, one.
0: Slowly lower down and good job, left leg. Left foot to the floor, right knee in and up towards the armpit. So, when we're moving pose, right side or draw the knee in and up, squeeze it in, take some breath, take some notes, transition to half happy baby. Sole of the foot skyward, interlace the fingers or grab the outsides of the feet, push the foot. Into the hands, pull the knee down, pushing and pulling, dynamic tension, and either choose to stay here in this expression of happy baby, or extend the left leg straight. Heel comes down. If that's enough, don't listen to the next thing (laughs) I say. Heel comes down, maybe calf comes down, maybe thigh comes down. turn to breath. Might check back in with the face. Is there some inadvertent expression there? Might you gain some insight into your reaction to this pose by uh, noticing your face? Grimacing through the whole practice, um, there's a possibility you're not really enjoying what's going on. (laughs) And in that case, might it be that might it be that um, you're going too deep into the pose, you're going unnecessarily deep into the poses. Okay. Left foot to the floor, strap around the right foot. Extend the right leg, reach through the heel, pull back through the toes, lift along the front of the right leg, and now left leg extends out, heel down, calf down, thigh down to the best of your ability. Lengthen along the back of the right leg, and then start to lift the leg, reaching maybe that 90 degree angle. If that angle is uh, easily achieved and you would like to move the leg closer, be sure to keep the right outer hip widening away from the right armpit. So instead of uh, the heel turning out as the leg comes closer, keep the heel extending straight out, straight up. And again, is there a grimace? In the face, reflecting a, a tension, a, um, a discomfort. Can you soften the face? If not, you might soften the expression of the pose. You might even take a break from the pose. Okay, after about a minute in this shape, is it possible or necessary to um, change, the, change the expression of the shape? Bring the leg closer, back off. Walk the hands up, walk the hands back. So our progression in the shape might not always be going deeper. <laughs> the progression might be, oh, I think it's time to back off. I think it's time for rest. Okay. Pass the strap into the right hand or maybe the foot. Left hand, grounds the hip or thigh. Widen the leg out to the right. Keep the left hip, left rib, left shoulder wrapping back towards the mat. Stay broad across the front of the torso. And now listen to the inner right leg. Or if that's not where the the, um, sensation is concentrated, where is it concentrated? Is it bringing a grimace to your face? Imagine the elastic band around your foot. Expand into that pliable uh, barrier. right leg back to center, pass the foot or the strap into the left hand, right arm out to the right, ease the right leg over towards the left, stacking the hips, revolving the right bridge, right shoulder back towards or to the mat, and now, what do you feel? What do you feel? Where do you feel? Do some investigative reporting, be curious. You might do a little compare and contrast between the first side and the second side. And if you, if you need more from this experience, you might bring the thumb to the right hip crease, push that hip crease away. You might imagine your band being elastic, push into that expandable boundary. Breathe, forgot about that one, okay, right leg back to center. Release the strap, re-square the hips, hands behind the
1: right leg, fingertips pointing up towards the heel. Peel the head, neck, and shoulders away from the floor, tuck the chin to the chest, curl the spine, pull the leg towards the forehead, keeping the left leg grounding or grounded. Chin to chest, forehead towards or to the knee, reach up through the right foot, pull belly button in towards spine, five, four, three, two, and one, slowly
0: lower back down, OMG, okay, we're going to do some leg lifts, hands can either reside under the hips for the most support uh, for the lower back, or arms at the sides, or arms overhead for the least support, (laughs) lengthen through the heels, squeeze the legs, Uh, lengthen through the tailbone lower ribs in and back try to lengthen the low back towards the floor okay, as you exhale next, slowly lift the heels to a 90 degree angle inhale here, squeezing the legs reaching through the heels exhale, lower the legs one third of the way towards the floor and breathe squeeze the legs Reach through the heels, pull back through the toes, lift into the kneecaps, lower ribs in and back, head on the mat. Five, four, three, two, one. Slowly lower the legs another third of the way. It will be harder, likely. Exhale, inhale, keep breathing in this shape. Is there a grimace? <laughs> And you turn it into a smile? You're going to be sore tomorrow. It's going to be great. And lower your heels just to a hover. It's going to be interesting. Reach through the heels. Pull back through the toes. Squeeze the legs. Five, four, three, two, one. Heels down. Release the feet out. Do that again. Okay. Exhale, heels to 90. Inhale. Exhale, dip down one third of the way. Breathe here. Choose to modify what you what your initial choice of hand position. And next exhale, dip down again, one third of the way. Grimace. Grimace anyone? Turn it into a smile. Exhale down to a third. <laughs> Five, four, three, two, one. ah. Oh. Whoof. Okay. What do I want? I want to do a little counter pose to
1: that. Okay, arms at your sides. Feet parallel, knees are hip-width distance.
0: We're going to come to just a little baby bridge pose. Push the feet down, lift the hips up, lengthen through the tailbone. Elongate the front of the hips, reaching through the knees. And lower the hips back to the floor. Draw the knees in towards the chest and start to gradually rock forward and back along the spine a few times until you gain momentum to come up onto your feet and into a forward fold near the top of your mat. Lift and spread your toes. Place your feet hip-width distance apart. Set down your toes, create a wide base with your feet. Bend the knees, rest the torso on the thighs, hang forward, take hold of opposite forearms, wrist or biceps. And make some movement here. Encourage the upper body to release towards the earth. Maybe the upper body sways from side to side. Maybe weight shifts forward and back in the feet. To the inside, to the feet, to the outside, to the feet, to the left, to the right. Head, might shake, yes and no. Identify tension. Accept it. And through acceptance, may we move forward. Okay, fingertips to the floor in front of you, push the feet down, lift the hips up, lengthen, add to that the length you already cultivated through the, uh, the release
1: and now extend actively the crown of the head towards the floor pull the shoulders up away from the ears so the sides of the neck are long opening up the back body as you
0: turn and you fold into your own body inhale fingertips to the shins half lift shoulder blades on the back exhale fold forward fingertips on the floor or on a prop in front of you release the head Inhale, sweep your arms out, up and overhead. Rise all the way to stand. Look up as palms touch. And then exhale, hands through heart center, arms to your sides. Arrive in your mountain. So notice uh, the effect of going from a forward fold into this standing position. There may be some reorientation, some disorientation. Roll the shoulder blades back, or uh, roll the shoulders back, so the shoulder blades broaden. Palms open forward, fingers extend downward, drawing the shoulder blades down the back. Tone the legs as you at once root down from through the feet and draw up from the earth, up the legs, up the length of the spine, up through the crown of the head. With your next inhale, sweep your arms overhead, look up as palms touch, exhale, flow forward. Fingertips to the floor or a prop, release the head down. Inhale, fingertips to the shins, half lift, exhale, and flow forward. Inhale, rise, grow tall, look up, reach up, exhale, hands through heart center, roll the shoulders back, palms forward, tadasana. Again, inhale, rise up, half sun citation A, exhale, flow forward with the breath. Inhale, fingertips to the shins, rise halfway, shoulder blades on the back, heart forward, exhale, fold in, release the head, hips high. Inhale, circle the arms, look up, reach up, exhale, hands through heart center and arms to your sides. Okay, for the next sequence, you might take the inner feet together or place a block between your thighs. If you have two blocks, oh boy, you might take the second block between your hands. Okay, I might regret this because I got this big, heavy cork block. (laughs) I'm going to put that one between my thighs. Okay, so uh, we're going to do our awkward chair, pushing through awkward to get to fierce. Uh, So, take your feet apart with the block between your thighs or place your inner feet together. Tone the muscles of your legs as though standing in Tadasana. Take your arms out in front of you, holding the block between your palms at its widest setting. Gently squeeze the block with the palms, reach through the fingertips to lengthen the arms, then plug the arms into the shoulder sockets. Of course, if you don't have a block, this can all be done without a block. Sweep the arms overhead, and stay here. Inhale, grow tall, and exhale, slide your hips down an imaginary wall, sitting into your awkwardly fierce chair, thighs parallel to the floor, weight in the heels, look up, curl the arms up, and then stand up. One of five, exhale, sink the hips down, weight in the heels, look up, curl up, reach up, inhale, stand up, two, exhale, hips, go down, weight shifts to the heels, look up, reach up, inhale, stand up. Two more, last one we're going to hold, exhale, sink the hips down. Inhale, stand up, pushing into the floor, reaching to the sky. Fifth one we're gonna hold. Exhale, sit down, weight in the heels, squeeze the block or the thighs, look up, reach up, waistline back, hips low, five, four, three, two, one, stand up, and release the right, the hands block down. And release the foot, the thigh block down. <laughs> ah, Shoulder rolls, forward, up, back, down. And shoulder rolls, up, forward, down, back. Okay, do some swinging. We'll let the arms out, pivot on the toes. Oh okay. okey, dokey. take your feet out for goddess pose, angle the toes out at about a 45 degree angle. Let's start today with the hands on the hips, imagine the back body sliding down a wall as you bend the knees in the direction of the toes. Adjust the stance as the thighs go lower so that the heels are below your knees. Sweep your arms overhead, exhale, left arm underneath your right arm. Grab palms or shoulders, lift elbows up, forearms away from the face, upper body back, lengthen the tailbone down, reach to the inner thighs, weight in the heels, soften the face, recognize that grimace. Five, four, three, two, one, straighten the legs, sweep the arms overhead. This time, right under left, palms together or grab shoulders. Elbows lift, arms away from the face. Slide the back body down an imaginary wall. Tailbone down, extend through the inner heels. Weight in the, (laughs) extend through the inner thighs. Weight in the heels. Wrap the arms tightly. Five, four, three, two, one. Stand up. Sweep the arms up. Okay, last time, elbows down, goal post arm, knees bent, upper body back, soft gaze. Five, four, three, two, one. <laughs> I started staying up before one. I saw myself. Okay, take, um, take your props in front of you on the mat. We're going to do our wide legged forward fold. Step your feet wide apart, turn your toes in just slightly, hands on the hips, elbows point back, tone the muscles of the legs, although pulling tight stockings on, tilt the chin skyward, Lengthen along the front of your torso, and then exhale, hinge at the hips. Place your wrists below your shoulders, push your thigh bones back, lift your kneecaps up, Lengthen the front of the torso, and then exhale, fold in. Walk your hands back and find some height underneath your head. So maybe it's a blanket. Maybe it's not a blanket. Maybe it's a block. Maybe it's a series of props to get your head to a state of grounding. <laughs> so what? Meets,
1: uh, have the head find some resistance with which to push into in order to make a more uh
0: A more conscious connection with the back body, and as I was saying yesterday, um, for me this is the pose where uh, ego is coming into play pretty uh, pretty seriously. So uh, there can be some there can be some
1: ego attachment to getting the head on the floor especially if your head has been on the floor and it is not there now. So uh, rather than
0: saying, that's bad, I'm bad, this is
1: bad, (laughs) can we approach this moment, this shape, this expression with curiosity?
0: Where am I feeling? What am I feeling? Maybe I feel more today than I've ever felt in this shape, which is a new experience. Opportunity for change, opportunity for growth, and that growth might
1: not always be in this linear progression where the shapes, the poses get uh, gets uh, quote unquote, uh, deeper,
0: death might not be measured by how close your head is to the floor. If you would like, you could uh, shift weight onto the head, shift weight out of the feet, and float the legs up into a tripod headstand. Walk your hands back below the shoulders, hands to hips, elbows to the ceiling, draw back to the sides of the waistline. Come on back up, heel toe, the feet in. Let's take the feet hip-width distance. If you're really mimicking the hula hoop, you gotta keep, take your hands up and then make those circles with the hips. Soft knees, soft ankles, and then the other direction. Okay, let's do one exercise before we explore our shoulder stand pose for today. Strap. I'm going to say the Sanskrit word for shoulder stand. Well, I want to say sarvangasana, but uh, just haven't brushed up on my Sanskrit terminology lately. Okay, so we're going to do the... We're gonna do the pizza hold against the wall. So let's start with our left hand, as, our, as is in fashion these days. So left, uh, left hand to the wall at shoulder height. So first, start by turning towards the wall, and then start by revolving the chest, the upper body, the feet, clockwise away from the wall. So put pressure of the left hand into the wall, and feel the left shoulder draw onto the back of the chest. Take some breath, tall spine, and now right hand. Pass the pizza to your right hand, right hand to the height of the right shoulder, Uh, pinky edge of the hand to the wall. From the wall, turn counterclockwise with the feet, with the hips, with the chest. Pushing the pinky edge of the hand into the wall to bring the right shoulder blade deeply onto the back of the chest. Stand tall. Keep breathing. Okay, back towards the wall. Do a couple shoulder rolls if you'd like. Do a little shimmy shimmy shake. Okay. Um, yeah, let's bring our mats to a undisturbed wall space. So if you have like a, um, if you have like a Pablo Picasso painting, like an original on this wall, then don't use that wall, um, or move the painting. I just laugh at Pablo Picasso because my five-year-old daughter, um, is just like a huge Pablo Picasso fan for some reason. I think because he painted a cat once. A lot of people paint cats, though, so I'm not sure. Okay, so lots, <laughs> lots of um, unnecessary information there about my daughter. Uh, okay, so but here is some good information about shoulder stand. So as I was saying yesterday, if you were with me, that I really um, I learned shoulder stand from an Iyengar um, teacher, and I have been doing shoulder stand in that way ever since. But I realized that uh, that's maybe not the only way to do shoulder stand. That's just what I I experienced early on and what resonated with me. So I'm going to give you that setup. Unfortunately, this setup requires uh, props that many of us might not have. So I'm going to start with this setup and then I'm going to experiment with some different setups for shoulder stand. So I'm bringing the short end of my mat to a wall. I have two yoga style blankets, so the tightly woven blankets, and I'm going to place them one on top of the other. So they're folded, Uh, I think we call this the hamburger fold, (laughs) so they're folded uh, so that the fringe is away from the wall and the crease of the fold is towards the wall. Then I'm going to sit on my blankets and extend my legs to the wall, so I'm going to make sure that uh, with my legs extended straight, my hips are, my, my butt is fully on the bolster and the top third of, or on the blankets, and the top third of my thighs are also on the blankets with my legs extended straight, feet at the wall. So that's a measure of how far I want to be from the wall when I come up for this shoulder stand. So, from here, to grip in the shoulders better, I'm going to sl- uh, to fold my mat over the blankets. And then, if you have a strap, a strap is also a handy tool, a handy um, prop for this. I would take my strap around my arms, my upper arms, just above the elbows, and make the strap as wide as my shoulders so that my arms can uh, be beside me or at my sides uh, with the strap around them. So that's going to help me secure my shoulder blades on my back when I come up into shoulder stand. So uh, with these props handy, I'm going to attempt my first shoulder stand. With my head towards the wall, feet away from the wall, I'm going to lie back on the blankets. Shift my head onto the floor and keep the shoulder blades on the on the blankets. So the top my, the uh, tops of my shoulders are just a couple inches from the top of the blanket fold. Okay, and hopefully that makes sense, especially to those of you who don't have the visual aid or listening to the podcast. Okay, so uh, I'm going to have my strap in my right hand because I'm right handed. Um, So then I'm going to place my hands along my sides, maybe swing, get some momentum to swing,
1: to get your feet to the wall. So that might take a little bit of doing, getting the feet to the wall, lifting the hips up. Okay, so this is halasna, or plow pose. Uh, This is also an inversion. Many of the same benefits, I would imagine, as shoulder Stand. But uh, now I'm attempting to get the strap up around uh, the top of my arms, just above my elbows. And then I'm going to shimmy my shoulders underneath my back body so that the vertebra of my upper back are completely lifted away from the floor, away from the padding. And with my head, with my shoulders up on the blankets, my neck is also elevated. So I also use the trick of interlacing my fingers and then tucking my shoulders underneath my back. Okay, so I can feel my shoulder blades together. Also, I can feel where this has made me sore from yesterday. Okay, so walk the feet up the wall so that the heels are at hip height. Then take the hands to the back body, pushing the hips up towards the ceiling. So... um, Ideally, the fingertips are pointing up towards the hips, and then legs move away from the wall one at a time. Tuck the chin to the chest, pull the chest towards the chin, and I noticed that in this, um, with this setup, with the two blankets underneath my shoulders, it's a lot easier to get my hips higher, my hips over my shoulders, my chest towards my chin. So uh, this can be a pose that is held for 5 minutes, 10 minutes, 15 minutes, 20 minutes. You know, but that's not going to be the first time you do it. So the first time you do it, you might try to hold it for 30 seconds or a minute. And this is one, because you can bring the feet to the wall, into halasana, this is kind of an inversion in itself. So it's I think uh, for that reason it's safe to go from halasana back up into shoulder stand without uh, being jarred too much and without that um, low blood pressure uh, dizzy effect. So uh, if that's your setup, work with that. If you don't have the blocks, I'm going to experiment with a way
0: to uh, use the mat to get more height underneath the shoulders. So also, we all have different kinds of mats. I have a pretty thick mat myself. There are thicker ones, but there are also thinner ones. So I'm folding my mat in half and then in half again, trying to get uh, some height with my block, with my blanket. So now my blankets, um, now my block, my mat is has some height to it, but it's also pretty narrow. So I'm going to back off and just fold it um, I'm just going to fold it twice and then use the wall again in the same way so now I'm measuring the distance of my legs from the wall sitting up on my on my folded blanket or my folded mat I should
1: say that's what it is
0: and then I'm going to lie back and this is much less height (laughs) than the two folded blankets but it is some nice padding underneath my shoulders so this is very little uh, support for the shoulder stand, but I'm going to attempt it anyway to be in solidarity with those of you who might not have yoga
1: props. Okay, swing the legs to the wall, and I'm not using the strap this time either. I'm going to tuck my shoulder blades underneath my chest by interlacing my fingers uh, strongly and reaching my knuckles away. Walk the feet up the wall, plow pose. Try to get my hips situated over my shoulders, and then one leg at a time towards the ceiling. Use my hands on my back body to support my hips shifting upward. So if you feel the vertebra of the upper spine pushing into the floor or into the folded mat, then um, keep trying to get the shoulder blades onto the back of the chest that's the direction we're moving. So I'm not sure, over time, if you keep practicing uh, with the upper vertebra pushing into the floor, then there might be some uh, negative effect. (laughs) I'm curious as to whether that might just be a place to start from. If it's wildly uncomfortable uh, or painful, I would avoid it. So you might just find a place to have legs at the wall. As I said, the Halasana, or plow pose, has a lot of similar uh, benefits, I would imagine, as shoulder stand as it's uh, got a lot of this, just kind of like doing a forearm dog as opposed to going up into a headstand. Okay, something I'm focusing on here in shoulder stand is thigh bones away from the wall, tailbone lifting up. Also, I like to experiment with pointing the toes. Bringing the feet together, flexing the feet, all slightly different effect. Okay, uh, where you're at, let's come down for a brief plow pose. Feet at the wall, hips in the air, and then arms overhead, remove the strap if it's there, slide on down to
0: your back and reflect. Experience the residual energy from that shape. So again, this idea that there's this the experience of being in the pose, there's the experience of um, resting right after the pose. What do you notice? Where do you notice in the immediate aftermath of that um, shape, of that asana? And then the soreness. If you are sore tomorrow, that's again a, uh, a resounding effect of having done the pose. So when you're in it, you might not be aware of where you're really exerting effort, but then we, the next day when you feel those sore muscles, it's... Uh, kind of a big indicator of like, hey, right here, right here, we we're we we're working hard on these muscles. Okay, elbows. Um, if you're up on so the, the padding of any manner, shift so that your head is on the floor and your shoulders are up on the padding. And now push your elbows into the padding, lift your head up, coming into a fish pose. So the legs might stay straight or the knees might bend. Just arching the upper back away from the floor, opening up the throat. Traditional counter pose to, to a shoulder stand. And now lift the head, lie on the back, and let's check the time. Okay. Roll out your mat once again. And back to our backs. Been here before, we'll be here again. (laughs) And uh, let's uh, bring the left leg over the right leg, setting up for figure four pose. So left foot flex, ankle over the thigh. Widen the left knee away as you bring the, left, the right knee in towards the chest, left shin in towards the chest. Experiment with uh, interlacing the fingers behind the right thigh. If you want more sensation from this shape, you might interlace the fingers in front of the right shin to bring the, uh, the left shin in closer. So we're slowing down here as we uh, reach the closing of today's practice. And uh, instead of, <laughs> I don't want to say that, and then your mind is uh, off to the next thing. Stay, please stay, mind and body. But uh, we will not be exerting as much effort from here on out. So as you create the shape with your body, Um, It may not require as much to stay in the shape, uh, but we're using the shape to reconnect with the low back and the outer hip at this moment. You might shift the shin from side to side. You might even close your eyes as the gaze turns in. Okay, so the option to stay here. Uh, Otherwise, you can hook the left foot into the right elbow, wrap the left elbow around the left shin, the left knee, to uh, cradle the shin with the hands. And now extend the right leg
1: straight and curl the chin and chest up away from the floor. Uh, This is kind of a lot of effort. (laughs) just to amend what I had said earlier about less effort so you might take any further any other um, modifications of this shape that you're familiar with targeting the left outer hip
0: and then right foot to the floor head down shoulders down left foot to the floor and we'll do the second side Right ankle crosses to left thigh. Keep the foot flexed, ankle straight. Draw the left knee into, left thigh into the chest, interlacing the fingers behind the thigh or in front of the shin. You can use the right elbow to press the right thigh away, wind the right knee away to bring the right shin closer to the chest and parallel. Communicating listening to the right low back, the right hip. Slow, deep breath. Intentional movement of energy through this shape. Option to cradle the foot in the left elbow, the knee in the right
1: elbow. Extend the left leg straight as you peel the head, neck and shoulders away from the floor. Again, taking any other modifications on this shape that you're familiar with or staying in the previous offering. Grimace, perhaps? Option to enjoy.
0: Release the left foot, the right foot, the head and shoulders. Bring the knees in towards the chest, hug them in, so um, not quite curling into a ball yet. We're doing full. Pulling removing pose by grabbing uh, the hands, the wrists, or the elbows around the front of the shins and pulling the legs in. So creating this compression at the front of the hips, length through the lower spine. By pulling the legs in, heads of the arm bones down, can you feel more of the back body lengthening along the floor. now take hold of the outer edges of the feet. Happy baby. Side to side. And inner feet together. Interlace the fingers. Widen the inner thighs apart. Flatten the low back against the mat. And now bring it in for a nice hug. <laughs> Man, it's good to hug myself, but this hugging... Other people, chin to chest, forehead towards or to the knees, squeeze the legs, and release. Okay, time to set up for Savasana. Take some time here. So just as we took the time to roll out our mats, to be in practice, to get our, gather our things, we're going to take some time to, uh, to dedicate to this shape. So I'm on a roll with uh, legs up the wall, so if you like legs up the wall, uh, join me in this practice. If you like um, lying on your back, if you like uh, folding over a bolster in child's pose, if you um, goddess pose, this is another uh, option here. So I'm taking a blanket folded at the wall, also could be a bolster taking my loop, making it a little smaller to go around my ankles, hips to the wall, swing the legs up the wall, scooch my butt to the wall, take the strap around the ankles, and then I, I've started using the eye pillow if you have a pair of socks or a blanket you'd like to cover yourself up with or a, a friendly jacket. <laughs> Um, Get those things. Invite yourself into this time, into this position, and find a way to feel supported. Safe space to let the body rest. Arms splayed at the sides of the body, palms soft, fingers unfurled.
1: hand the body for tension, for expression.
0: And again, consider how that expression may provide some insight. Where is the tension? How is it held, how is it expressed?
1: into this shape with the intention of listening, looking, and accepting.
0: Let's begin to bring movement back to the fingers and toes. Reanimating the extremities of the body. If you have legs up the wall, you might slide them down the wall. If you have legs splayed, bend the knees, feet to the floor. Left arm along the left ear, roll to your left side. Transitioning from our savasana into this child or this embryotic shape, fetal position. Reconnect with the breath, and as you're ready, push your way up to a seated position. I invite you to take your hands onto your heart. Experience the swell and ebb of your next breath. We'll close practice with a single sound of OM. Exhale and inhale for OM. Your focus throughout today's class, the light in me recognizes and bows to the light in you. Namaste.